Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, we are back, folks. We are back for another edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. Of course, I am your host, Miller Frost, joined, as always, by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. And I hope everyone out there is having a grand gay old time this weekend. I know all you Tiger Queen-loving fans out there, you are definitely having a grand gay old time binge-watching that hot mess on Netflix. By this point, you're probably already finished with it, now depressed because that may be the end of the Tiger Queen for the foreseeable future. And I guess Carol Baskin, she was the Tiger Queen's nemesis in the first show. She sued to stop season two because she would suffer irredeemable harm from appearing in it, like the first season didn't do that already. Or her coming out as bisexual, getting herself a part-time membership in the tribe, our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. And who comes out as bisexual anyway? Somebody with commitment issues, that's who. And isn't she, White Boy Malcolm X, isn't she the one that was accused of, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, offing her husband at some point? And that's rhetorical, sir. So just sit there and look pretty. Tiger Queen, he had a boyfriend or husband or someone who accidentally killed himself with a gun. I remember that from the series. So I guess those two might have something else in common. By the way, are we watching that? Are we going to watch season two of the Tiger Queen? Not if you can help it. (laughs) Fair enough, sir. Fair enough. Hey. You know me. I'm fine either way if beer is involved. If I can watch 10 minutes of that train wreck Pocket Queen Pete documentary, I think I could handle this if you wanted to, but I guess not. Speaking of having a grand gay old time, though, that poor QAnon shaman, Jacob Chansley, he got sentenced, folks, to 41 months in prison for those shenanigans on January 6th. Yes, shenanigans, white boy Malcolm X. You know how the left is, trying to portray all of that as an attempted coup. Those misfits and losers, who didn't bring any weapons to the Capitol, they were apparently trying to overthrow the government of the United States of America. So I just call it shenanigans, just to trigger them a bit. You know how butthurt the left gets when you go against the narrative. Speaking of butthurt, though, Jacob, just don't drop the soap for those 41 months. Was that too much? Ah, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. That or don't do the crime if you don't want to become someone's prison bitch. And lastly, folks, 
Before we jump into things, today is our 99th podcast, which means one thing. Our 100th podcast, Extravaganza, is next week. Or have we decided to do that in a couple days on Thanksgiving? We'll see. So I guess next Sunday, if you're acting like a bisexual, not able to commit. But since our 100th podcast is rapidly approaching, we do need to check in with our queen with a clipboard to find out how things are going. Queen, get in here. Oh, Jesus Christmas with you two. Like I don't have enough boxes to check without having to check one that involves you two, old queens. I just want to know, queen, how is the 100th podcast coming along? Well, if you're asking if I check that box that involves a buffet of nachos and chicken fingers, the answer is no. Like I want to smell Megan McCain nacho and chicken finger farts. That is a box I will not check. Is she still coming? Uh, unfortunately, yes. I had to lie to her, tell her that Fox News was erecting a pedestal out front to put her on. What kind of idiot made her think that she was Socrates? She's AOC dumb, bless her heart. And the Buttigieg girls? Now you're just trying to piss me off. Yes, those two silly queens are showing up. As if there aren't enough silly queens around here. Wannabe queens. And you two has-been queens. Get the four of you in here. Has-been and wannabes. It'll be just like a gay bar in the Castro next week. Okay then, queen. Thank you very much. Get the hell off my podcast. So let's go ahead and jump into our news headlines. And I guess with this one, I do have a question. And this is also rhetorical, white boy Malcolm X. So again, sir, just sit there and look pretty. As much as you can, anyway. The question I have is, and don't freak out about this, folks, when I ask it, but are transgender people stupid? Yes, stupid, white boy Malcolm X. You can't say retarded anymore, or you'll wind up on a train to a re-education camp to get your mind right. Just like Kyle Bush over there at Woke NASCAR. Now, don't get me wrong, folks. I am not calling transgender people stupid. But I'm asking the question, are they stupid? Now, personally, I don't think so. No more than the general population. Every group has their geniuses. It's complete blithering idiots. And the tribe, our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe, is no different. Not quite sure who the rocket scientists in the tribe are, but damn, at least in popular culture, we got a ton of morons. But I saw a few headlines from Queerty, those girls over at Queerty, and I have to ask myself, are trans people so stupid that they need news stories like these? Here, this is the first one. Aiden Charles Ornico, the only guide you'll need for transgender boy names. And I'm reading this, scratching my head, wondering, are they serious? I mean, how dumb do you have to be to need a guide? Kind of like Gus Kentworthy is to that silly queen Colton Underwood. How dumb do you have to be to need a guide to figure out a new name? If you can figure out that you're transgender, I would think it's all downhill from there. The new name 
to me anyway, that would be the easy part. But as I'm reading this, there are, of course, links to other stories. And then I see this. Am I trans figuring out your gender? So I guess maybe I read these articles in the wrong order. Maybe Queerty, those girls over at Queerty, are putting in step-by-step instructions on how to figure out if you're trans and then what to call yourself once you switch genders. Like people actually need written instructions on how to do that. And just in case you're wondering, God knows who's out there going, Miller, Miller, I need to know if I'm trans. Here are the signs from Queerty, those girls over at Queerty, that mean you possibly might be transgender. You want to be the opposite gender. See, now I think they're just gaslighting us. No duh, you idiots over at Queerty. Gender terms that align with your sex, e.g. guy, woman, etc., make you uncomfortable. Like, who doesn't get butthurt about that these days? You have a lot of friends who are trans. Takes one to know one, I guess. Seeking guidance from a transgender individual and feeling more comfortable when you're around trans people, which I assume means you hate Dave Chappelle. So there you go, folks. Just in case you're as dumb as Megan McCain, you now have a step-by-step guide to help you figure out if you're transgender and what to call yourself when you make that switch. And good luck out there and bless your heart. Double bless your heart. If you need to rely on those clowns over at Queerty to help you navigate all that. From the post-millennial, Durham University offers training for student sex workers. And Durham University, folks, is not in the Raleigh-Durham area of North Carolina. It's in Durham, United Kingdom. So the student union at Durham, they apparently sent out a campus-wide email to students and staff And in that email, they told everyone that they were offering two training sessions called Students Involved in the Adult Sex Industry. This is kind of like those girls over at Queerty telling transgenders how to pick a name or how to tell if they're transgender, like they couldn't figure any of that out on their own. Typical journalist, you're too stupid to know what to think. And now here we have a bunch of college know-it-alls holding a class on how to be a hooker. Oops, sorry about that. I mean sex worker. Like people can't figure that one out on their own. Gee, I wonder how to get started being a prostitute. Oops, sorry again, folks. I mean sex worker. And if you're wondering about that, how to go about getting into that as a career, it's real simple. Not that I have any practical experience here, but all it takes is a small amount of common sense which, of course, is in rare supply on a college campus these days. So here you go, and you don't need one, much less two classes, to do this. Get dressed up like a sexy slut and go stand on a street corner. When a guy comes by and offers you money for a Lewinsky, you take the money, give him a Lewinsky. How you finish that Lewinsky, that all depends on just how much money he gives you. And remember, folks, you are not allowed to judge people who sell their bodies or their Lewinsky skills for money. Being a whore, damn it, I keep doing that. Sorry again, folks. Sex worker, 
is just as noble as being a pediatric surgeon or a minister at a non-denominational church with a woke gay flag out front. Hell, to these good woke folk, being a streetwalker, damn it, did it again. I mean sex worker, folks. That is even more noble than being a pediatric surgeon curing kids of cancer or whatever, or minister at a non-denominational church with a woke gay flag out front. They're better than any of us, and shame on you for trying to shame them for trying to earn a couple Benjamins. Kind of like your average politician, but more out in the open. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. From BuzzFeed News, which is as big an oxymoron as there can be, Britney Spears says she wants her church-going mother to go to jail for conservatorship abuse in a brutal Instagram Post days after saying she secretly ruined her life. What's the saying? Hell hath no fury like a woman or a queen scorned. I mean, what do you say to something like this? Look, I feel bad for her. I feel bad about what she's been through. I can't imagine what being in the public eye like that does to a person, especially when you're going through a rough patch like she did. Every person alive has gone through hell at some point in their lives. God knows I have. But to have those struggles with millions of weirdo gawkers out there obsessing over it, like that wouldn't have fuel to the fire. And this whole free Britney, free Britney crap. Truth be told, all of that is for other celebrities and star effers. That's what we called the celebrity stalker crowd when I lived in L.A., for them to grandstand and virtue signal. Does anyone out there think that Grandma Madonna going on Instagram or any of those other copycats, does anyone out there really believe that it's about anything more than them virtue signaling to get attention for themselves? You're a complete fool if you think they actually give one iota about Britney Spears. I just don't understand what the point is to having this very, very public, very, very ugly family spat. I mean, the relationship is severely damaged, but is it beyond repair? Who knows? I just, 
That's not a bridge I would nuke in the heat of the moment, like she's doing. I get why she's angry, folks. I really do. But if she forever destroys that relationship, I think she will live to regret it, and I think that's a shame. Apparently, though, she's just not telling them to go play in traffic. I saw another article from The Hollywood Reporter, Why Britney Spears' Legal Fight Isn't Over, and it looks like she may be going after her parents and others for abuse and financial mismanagement. She just needs to walk away. I mean, you can't live your life embittered by the wrongs that people inflict on you, because at the end of the day, it only winds up hurting you. Brittany, I get why you're angry. I really do. But trust me, stop now, walk away, before this thing consumes you. You will regret it, I promise. I tell you what, Wipo Malcolm X, this whole podcast is basically just snitty media types talking down to people. Those girls over at Queerty talking down to transgenders. Those blooming idiot college kids at Durham University trying to teach people how to be paid hoes. Oops, I mean sex workers. And now this from HuffPost. Seven sneaky habits that are sabotaging your relationship. Like anyone needs help and how to passively aggressive sabotage their relationship. Or better yet, fecklessly run it into the ground because you can't stand your partner and you're like, whatever. I know how you people out there are. You don't want the guilt of being the one to do the breaking up, so you act like an ass until they quit you. And if you're out there going, man, Miller, I never thought of that. What sort of tips can you give us from HuffPost? You're either lying or you're the type of moron who reads HuffPost in the first place. What was that stupid chick's name, Ariana Huffington, who founded that piece of garbage with her ex-husband's money? I don't think she's there anymore, and I bet she's glad about that. Took the money and ran, but I'd be embarrassed if I were her, and my name was still kind of sort of linked to this garbage. And here, just in case you don't know how to piss off your other half enough to get them to leave, here is the list. You ignore your partner's interest. That's a man. You don't say thank you for the little things. That's a woman. You've gotten lax about your personal hygiene. That's got to be a millennial, Gen Z type of guy who plays Call of Duty with their friends for three days straight. You criticize your partner instead of asking for what you need. That's got to be a millennial, Gen Z chick who lives with those morons playing Call of Duty with their friends for three days straight. You don't maintain a life outside the relationship. That could be anyone. You check your partner's phone without asking. Queens, you know who you are. You make promises you can't keep. Again, Queens, you know who you are. So I hope that helps. That's a handy guide for you folks out there to get rid of that loser you're still hanging out with because you can't just rip that Band-Aid off. From the New York Post, and Jesus Christmas, you people are insane. Taylor Swift versus Whitney Houston beef divides Twitter. You're delusional. And I think they're trying to bait me on this one, White Boy Malcolm X. Yes, yes I do, sir. Everyone knows how nutty Taylor Swift fans are. You want to talk about a toxic combination of dumb 
and an almost religious fervor. That's a Taylor Swift fan. Do we have an opinion on this one, White Boy Malcolm X, or should we stay out of the line of fire? That was rhetorical, sir, so shut your pie hole. I'm already in the line of fire. I just talked about Taylor Swift having a hoo-hoo that was so incredible, so fantastical, that men are willing to be publicly scorned and immortalized in one of her dopey songs just to get a sample of that magical hoo-hoo. Yes, a sample. How many boyfriends has she had at this point? Every time I turn around, she's got a new one. I just don't know why people are comparing her to Whitney Houston. I think, personally, they should compare her to Madonna with all the men she's banging. And not that she started it, but Madonna also trashed one of her exes in one of her songs. She had that song about her and Sean Penn, Till Death Do Us Part. And for all you millennial Gen Z kids out there, that's on her album. That's what they called it back in the day. Her album, her CD, her download, whatever, like a prayer. This one is easy, even if it's going to get me in a little bit of trouble with her weirdo fanboys, fangirls, fan non-binary folk out there. Whitney Houston, hands down, full stop. I dropped the microphone, but this puppy is expensive and we need it for our 100th podcast coming up. I mean, Taylor is okay. She's had some good songs. I'll admit that much. She's not Miley Cyrus bad. That one, folks, I got to tell you this story. First time I heard one of her songs, Miley Cyrus singing, I called the FCC and ASPCA. I complained to both of them that somebody was on the radio playing something that sounded exactly like a cat being tortured. It was kind of embarrassing because they were both like, nah, that's probably just a Miley Cyrus song. But Taylor Swift is no Whitney Houston. At best, she's Madonna in high hip pants. And for our last story, folks, I thought we'd have a little bit of fun especially since our 100th podcast is coming up here, what, in a couple of days? A week, maybe? I thought, just to bring back a golden oldie, we would do a smoking gun story, just like we used to do back in the day. So how is this for a headline? Cops. Farting, no courtesy flush led to jail attack. Assailant accused Rumi of stinking up the cell. A Florida inmate charged with assaulting his roommate told cops that the victim farts too much stinking up the cell and fails to give a courtesy flush after using their shared toilet, according to an arrest report. And if you folks don't know what a courtesy flush is, no, I'm not going to explain that one. You can Google that all on your own. Investigators allege that Christopher Cowan, 33, pummeled Amando Dominguez Cavedo, 57, during a confrontation inside their cell at the Monroe County Detention Center in Key West. Okay, brief aside, we need to change their names. I am not going to read this whole article saying Amando Dominguez Cavedo, that word salad, so we'll call him Farty McFartface. Farty McFartface is much better than Amando Dominguez Cavedo. And, since I can't rename one without the other, we'll call Christopher Callan Punchy. So Punchy and Farty McFartface. That work for you, White Boy Malcolm X? Okay, 
although I hope the plosive in Punchy does not blow out this microphone. Punchy has been jailed since his arrest in late September for failing to register as a sex offender with Florida officials. He was convicted of a sex offense in Colorado in 2012. Farty McFartface, locked up on a $40,000 bond, has been in custody since his February arrest for aggravated battery and indecent exposure. And yes, folks, I do understand that is a huge bond and a long time to be in jail for something in the state of Florida. During an interview at a hospital emergency room, Farty McFartface said he was cleaning the toilet when Punchy grabbed him by the shirt and began punching him in the face and ribs. Farty McFartface, cops noted, stated that he had no idea why he was being attacked out of the blue and that it seemed random. The attack left Farty McFartface with two missing teeth, a broken rib, and swollen and bruised lips and a left orbital socket. When questioned by cops, Punchy, whose knuckles and hands were red, appeared to provide a motive for the assault, complaining about his cellmate's flatulence and toilet habits. He also complained that Farty McFartface speaks weird languages, according to the arrest report. Punchy was charged with aggravated battery by an inmate. A felony, damn, for which he is scheduled to be arraigned on November 19th, which I guess we just missed. A judge has ordered Punchy to have no contact with Farty McFartface. Did you get all that, white boy Malcolm X? Farts, no courtesy flush, weird languages, assault. Did you get all that, or do we need to reimagine all that just for you? Okay, good. We can save that for next week for our 100th podcast. So on that note, since I cannot top these two idiots, Punchy and Farty McFartface, and their toilet-laden escapades, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this Sunday edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your weekend, a good start to your week, and we will see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.